0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit com to learn more. I'm not sure who's had more jobs, Seton or Pauly. Or who's had more interesting jobs, Seton or Pauly. But, like, Seton worked at the
1: airport. Yeah. He was a postman. Yep. Okay, those aren't exciting. Delivered flowers. Yeah. I was a security guard. I worked at a pharmacy. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Yeah, but...
0: Paulie was a bouncer. Yeah.
2: DJ at a country western nightclub.
0: And you sold beer at Scottsdale Stadium. Gosh, is that not the dream? I know. Miller Light. I could use one right now. Times change, but you can always enjoy the great taste of Miller Light. Tastes like Miller time. Miller Lite, get it delivered to your door. Visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick. Or you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories, 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. The less your business spends, the more margin you keep. But everything else costs more. Smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system that brings accounting, financial management, inventory, HR onto one platform. It reduces IT costs, and over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering one-of-a-kind flexible financial programs. Head to netsuite.com patrick. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Final hour on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. I want to thank Peacock, our streaming partner. The reaction to our streaming partner has been wonderful since we joined them. Thank you for uh, the support. And our radio affiliates around the country, in case you can't watch the show, you can certainly listen to the show. Also, our podcast is one of the uh, more popular podcast podcasts of uh, any sports broadcast. And uh, thank you for your support. Our stat of the day brought to you by Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. Spent some time with the NBA commissioner, Adam Silver, last hour. Touched on a variety of things, including maybe uh, the Saudis wanting to invest in an NBA team. He said that a group can't, but you have to have an individual who does. We also talked about John Morant, and we talked about the report that the second video was a toy gun. And he said, well, he treated the first one as if it were a toy, and it sounded like that uh, he's not going to be lenient because this might have been a toy gun, the second video. All right, uh, coming up, we'll talk to Roger Bennett, one of the great voices for soccer, as Lionel Messi has decided to join MLS in Miami, or Milan. The Suns looking to cut Chris Paul. It's not official, but uh, there's a chance you could cut him and then re-sign him for a lot less. This is a salary cap move. Is there a possibility he goes back home to Los Angeles and uh, would the Clippers be interested or more likely the Lakers and his friendship with LeBron James? Does LeBron want him? You know at, one, at some point you have to go, does he make our team better? Hey, you're my buddy. That doesn't mean I have to play on the same team with you. Can Chris what can Chris Paul give you? Also, we uh, spent some time with Chris Haynes from Bleacher Report. We talked about Dame Lillard. He had spoken to Dame yesterday. And I brought up some teams, including Boston, and he was like, no, no, he is not going to Boston. Maybe uh, the Brooklyn Nets if that happens. I could see that. He did say if he had the opportunity, Miami, because he's friends with Bam Adebayo. The game last night was not much of a game, unless you're a Denver Nugget fan. Joker, 32-21-10. The last time that we had a line of uh, those numbers, Um, You have to go back to Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in 1970 with a 30-20-10. Wilt Chamberlain in 1967. Then you have Jamal Murray, who went 34-10-10, so the first teammates to record triple-doubles in the same NBA Finals game. Never happened before. And Joker now has 100 points so far through three games in the NBA Finals. The fifth player to score at least 100. The other ones were Rick Barry, Allen Iverson, Willis Reed, and uh, the Greek Freak. Whoa!
3: Stat of the day,
0: stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes. Here comes that what? what? Stat of the day. I'm wondering about Jerry West when Jerry averaged 40 points a game in the NBA Finals. And that, uh, was that against the Knicks or the Celtics? Was that 1969? I think he averaged 40 a game. So, uh, was that the Celtics and Bill Russell's last title,
2: Paulie? Uh, yeah, 64-65. Jerry West oh. averaged 40.6 a game in that playoffs, over an 11-game span.
0: What did he average in the NBA Finals, though? Oh, the,
2: the Finals that year or the 69? Well,
0: I've, I just remember he was putting up these monster numbers, and I we were talking about Joker getting to 100 points after three games. I'm I'm assuming that Jerry West, if you're averaging 40... You probably came pretty close to that through the first three games.
2: Yeah. I got in Jerry West in the NBA Finals versus Boston in 69. Yeah. I got him going 53 41 24. <laughs> 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 and then 40 39. Damn. So, yeah, he's probably averaged about 41 a game there.
0: You imagine you're putting up those numbers against one of the great teams of all time, the best defensive center of all time, uh, the greatest coach of all time in Red Arbuck, and then you don't win.
2: In game one, Jerry West had 53 points, 10 assists. Uh, he shot 40, took 41 shots, hit 21 of them.
0: <laughs> he just played differently. He's the first player I remember. Him and Elgin Baylor, they played differently than everybody else in the NBA. You know, Wilt was athletic and Bill Russell, but as far as skilled position players, like a guard, Jerry was maybe the first that I remember. Oscar was a very talented athletic player, but I remember Jerry West was playing a different game than the guys he was playing against. They're shooting shots out of the movie Hoosiers, and Jerry's down there, you know, quick dribble and, you know, jumping, hitting these jumpers. And Elgin Baylor as well. I saw Elgin the last year, and he had suffered a knee injury. I never got to see him as being one of the great, great players of all time. Uh, He missed out. Because of the TV era, uh, I you know saw Wilt at the very end when he was a defensive-minded player and then got to see Kareem when he first came in. I never saw Bill Russell. I was having dinner with a friend last night. We were talking about all the players that I'd seen and all the games that I'd been to. And Russell was the one I did not get to see in person. But got to see just about everybody else in the modern era who's played the
2: game. Yeah, Paul. This is uh May of 69 Lakers Boston Celtics. I got the game 7 box score and Jerry West had 42, 13 and 12 in a losing effort. Yeah. I was wondering what NBA finals game or a playoff game had the most Hall of Famers on the court at one time. I would think it'd be like maybe a Lakers Boston from the 80s, but this one had Havlicek, Bill Russell, Sam Jones, Don Nelson, uh Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Wilt Chamberlain. That's what that's that's 6 Hall of Famers right on the court. Between the two teams? I think it's more than that. Probably more than six, yeah. probably You're looking at seven.
0: Well, yeah. if you had Sam Jones, Casey Jones, you had Havlicek, Heinsohn, Bill Russell, Red no, Arbonne. No
2: Tommy Heinsohn on this one. Okay. But uh, with the Lakers, you had West, Baylor, Robin, uh, Chamberlain, Keith yeah. Erickson, Johnny Egan, Mel Counts, Tom Hawkins. Yeah. I wonder if one of those 80 Celtics Lakers.
0: Bill Sharman, was he the head coach of the Lakers then? Because he played with the Celtics. And he, I think he was a Hall of Famer as well. But I would imagine, you know, the entire Celtics team were Hall of Famers. But then you have, you know, Bird, McHale, and Parrish, Dennis Johnson, all Hall of Famers. Bill Walton was on the 86 team, Hall of Famer. Uh, Casey Jones was the head coach, I believe, or Tommy Heinsohn. Um, and if you're going against Magic, Kareem, Worthy. Uh, Wilkes or McAdoo? Yeah, both of those guys. Uh, is Jamal Wilkes in the Basketball Hall of Fame, I believe? Yes. And Bob McAdoo is? Yes. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and then Pat Riley, Hall of Famer. I don't know if anybody else... Well, it feels like it'd be Lakers and in, in Celtics. Those are the two most decorated uh, teams in NBA or franchises in NBA history. Yes, Marv?
4: Yeah, the only thing that comes close to me is maybe like Heat Spurs... In like 2013 through 2014, we had probably like four on one side, four on the other. Yeah, Paul. How about this question? Which
2: NBA Finals had the least amount of Hall of Famers (laughs) on both sides? Like this NBA Finals, Jokic clearly on his way. Jimmy Butler, I know it's a lot lot of postseason, but people like him. And his story's good.
0: I think if Reggie Miller is in, then Jimmy Butler is going to get in. Yeah. They think they're, they're similar players from... Regular season numbers are just okay. Postseason numbers, oh, okay. Uh, trying to think.
2: I don't think Kevin Love's getting
0: in? No, he's not. No.
2: He had a good, his first five years. Yeah,
0: yeah, he did. He had incredible numbers in Minnesota. Uh, Kyle Lowry's not a Hall of Famer. Eric Spolster is a Hall of Famer. Uh, so I'd have Joker. I don't know about Jamal Murray. Maybe down the road. Uh, Otto, uh, let's see. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. The third, no, no, he's not, uh, not yet. No, 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 not yet. Not at yet. All. Aaron Gordon, no, uh, anybody else that's in there? The Spurs had when you had Duncan Robinson, Ginobili Parker, Hall of Famers, Popovich, Hall of Famer, the Heat with Spolster or Pat Riley, uh, you had LeBron, D Wade, Ray Allen. Hall of Famers. Chris Bosch, Hall of Famer. Yeah, yeah quite a few of them. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, Princey has a. Mo- uh, do you have a Sports Center tease? I do. Or do you have mock headlines?
4: Uh Sports Center tease. So mock headlines kind of mixed in like we like to do as a Sports Center tease.
0: Are you going to use the phrase, messy situation in Miami?
4: Very likely. Okay. It's just screaming to be used, and as unoriginal as it may be, it uh, is in the mix.
1: Okay, here we go. Uh, can I just say, is he going to say, what are they spolstra do? Oh. <laughs> Guaranteed.
4: Wow, you guys could have just written this for me.
1: Well, it's
0: not hard. I might have you heard know. it before. Yeah, we've. We, yeah.
4: I do call back a couple of lines, okay. where needed.
0: Any <laughs> other lines that we Hopefully. think? Uh, uh, is it like live and...
4: Live
2: let die, in live and it's let die. And messy. They're all I'm not yoking. This is a great finals. Uh. All right, go yeah. ahead. Enter Wyoming. <laughs>
0: here uh-huh. here you go. Here, hit the theme.
4: Thanks for humoring me. Here we go.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Sports Cheese. conference, everybody.
4: Coming up on Sports Center, a pair of triple-doubles spells double trouble for the heat on South Beach. Now, what's Miami's polstred do to contain Joker and Murray in Game 4? If you think things got messy less than on South Beach, it's about to get even more messy, we'll explain. Sooner or later, they'll get their props why you should be talking about Oklahoma softball. How not to live your best life. How one golfer's insensitive comments left the social media gallery stunned. Speaking of stunned, they shocked the Bruins. So why are the Panthers coming up snake eyes in Vegas? Plus... Paul Bearers are the sons saying goodbye to a future Hall of Famer. Well, we're here to say hello. <laughs> Sports Center is next. I, I gotta tell you, I like pole bear.
2: Paul
0: <laughs> Bearers. Paul like Bearers is good. Right I like
1: bearers. Yeah, they're sneaky. Yeah, All and right, a so. little homage with the hello,
0: hello, hello. little okay. Keith Oberman, hello. Okay. Uh, look who's here with NBA Finals mock headlines. It's Ryan in Honolulu.
5: Aloha, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I, I heard. I heard you want me to be a little less rambunctious. No, 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 no. I you think. don't have to. I'm just
0: saying I have to take off my headphones because you.
2: Oh, yeah, <laughs> Dan! Exactly.
0: That's
5: why I want you to be you, Ryan. Oh well, that, that's uh, always going to happen. So I'm mile high on the NBA finals, Dan. I'm Kevin, loving it right now. <laughs> okay, we have some mock headlines for you. <laughs> okay. Brawn again, Christian. Rewarding Coach Malone's faith.
2: All, right. all right. Brown
5: Well, it's brown.
0: Brown again. It's spelled it's brawn, but that's okay. It's all right.
5: We're, minor, details. Okay. minor details. All right, here we go. Miami fans, cool off. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the stadium. Right. Or arena. Okay. Right. Jamal, you can eat Murray. Or does a triple double burger?
0: All right, right, you're saving the the good ones.
5: Ace in the hole. The Joker is Jack of all trades. King of Miami is the House of Cards. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Maybe they weren't den very good today, Dan. But I had a few nuggets.
0: All righty. Thank you. All right. Got some nuggets. Nailed it.
2: Three forty-five a.m. Where he's doing that. Oh, I
0: know. (laughs) I, I know. I appreciate. I appreciate Ryan getting up early in Honolulu. Uh, update the poll results if you can, Seton O'Connor, from uh, previous hours or what we're going with this hour.
1: Dan, last hour we had up there, uh, how much better of a commissioner is Adam Silver than Roger Goodell? A hundred percent, a hundred and ten percent, or one thousand percent? No, we didn't really put that that's, up there. I was, kidding. Kidding. Yeah. I was just kidding. I was just kidding. We're going to put up there, uh, <laughs> most people believe that the series NBA, NBA Finals is going six games, we're gonna throw up there. Will you watch more MLS because Lionel Messi is joining Inter Miami? You know it, baby. Or uh, no. okay, I won't. I'll, I'll watch the highlights. I'll be curious.
0: You know, maybe his debut. Maybe, but I, I don't know if I'm gonna be glued to. They're a terrible team, and uh, they're about to get good though.
1: You think so? Yeah. Are no. the three of them coming? Uh, you might be surprised. Who but. else are they bringing? Uh, They're talking about one of his old teammates from Barcelona, Busquets. Don't say the um, word old. uh, One of his former teammates. (laughs) Pardon me. Pardon (laughs) me. Yeah, they're talking about Angel Di Maria, who could still play a little bit. He's he's a little older, um, but he could still play. Uh, They're talking about him leaving Europe and coming over here to join Messi, too. That would be exciting, actually, the two of them again.
0: Okay. Are we more excited Messi's come here or that... European soccer, global soccer, is disappointed that uh, Messi is leaving.
1: Seaton, as our uh, soccer correspondent, I don't. I, yeah, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know about the disappointment part because I felt like once Messi left Barcelona, that was sort of the end of the era, right there. And then I think it's Barcelona, Barcelona. Pardon yeah. me. Once he left there, that was sort of, and his stop at PSG was kind of a joke. And now this is just the next stop in the end of his career. I think Europe is looking at it. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I think the U.S. is more excited than Mm. Europe is disappointed.
0: Is he a better player than Wayne Rooney
1: was or Thierry Henry when they came over? Uh, I would say definitely Wayne Rooney. He could still play. There's no doubt about it. I mean, he's older, but he could absolutely still play. All right. Uh, plus, this isn't a great league that he's in as far as competition goes. It's dropping down a little bit. Yeah, like I would say MLS is probably like a top 15, maybe like 13, something like that in the world. Okay. Um, and I think, you know, the French league that he's just coming from was like, I don't know, somewhere like four or five, something like that. So, hmm. yeah, he, he should be able to play well.
0: All right. It's, uh, we'll get to Roger Bennett, Men in Blazers. He'll join us. We'll get to more phone calls as well. Let's take a break. We're back after this in the Dan Patrick Show. GetRefunds.com, thank you. I got a lot of responses from people saying that they didn't know about it, they took advantage of this, and they got money back, ERC tax refunds. Now, got ahead of myself here. Innovation Refunds. They helped start GetRefunds.com, and they are helping small businesses with their ERC tax refunds. These are refunds that you get. Innovation Refunds has already completed over 17,000 returns, and they've – all, they, I think they've uh, helped claim uh, about $5 billion in payroll tax refunds for their clients through the ERC. They might be able to help you as well. It takes about eight minutes. That's the process. And then you could be finding out if you're going to receive money for your business. And we're talking about construction and retail and restaurants and bars and hotels. and It's small businesses. And uh, maybe you went through the government. Maybe you tried to uh, try this and the process can be complicated. But the experience to navigate the process, Innovation Refunds, can help you. Get started. Go to GetRefunds.com or download the app from the app store today. That's GetRefunds.com. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit affleck.com
6: to learn more. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER.
0: Got some quick math for you. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, and delivering your product or service, the more margin you have, the more money you keep. Right. That's obvious. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, borrowing, everything else costs more. So let's reduce that. He'll join us coming up in a couple of minutes here. I want to bring back the uh, part of the conversation I had with uh, Commissioner Silver on John Morant not having a ruling right now and the report that it was a toy gun in the second video. Is the John Morant investigation over? We're just waiting for the finals to be over to announce the decision.
3: The latter. We are waiting for the finals to be over. Um I'm aware, of course, of these reports on social media about, you know, whether the gun was in fact a gun. Uh, and so we haven't completely wrapped it up.
0: Do we have any more on
3: that? It's the very issue is for Ja. Certainly in the first incident was treating a gun as a toy. That's what we're talking about. And that's what I think the danger is to society, taking a gun, Live streaming it, Uh, you know, without getting into gun issues in terms of the propriety of owning guns and the use of guns. I think everyone agrees that gun safety is critically important and that guns aren't toys. So it's 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 something that I'm thinking a lot about because, again, I'm not I'm not going to get into the specifics of the investigation. But in fact, if you are live streaming something that to the world looks exactly like a gun, and and in in a frankly reckless manner. Should it matter whether or not it's a real gun?
0: So that's the commissioner for from last hour. Uh, it's all pending here. By the way, this program brought to you by the great folks, Mercedes-Benz. They say good things come to those who wait. Mercedes-Benz SUV family proves otherwise, takes no time at all. Set up a test drive, your local Mercedes-Benz dealer. Learn more at MBUSA.com. Jesse in LA. Hey, Jess, what's on your mind today?
4: Hey, T. Thank you for taking my call, of course. Um, so I wanted to touch on the great merger, and I hate that it's because you know, I think it's sports washing. And I think when the details come out, this is just speculation. But I think what's going to reveal is the TIF. Not not only is not they're not an owner of people or, or or a team; it's an owner of a league. And that interview with Adam Silver, I, I thought you did a great job pressing him because it sounds like he's prepping for them coming to the NBA. He was talking very nice, like very nice. A great interview. And I do have a conspiracy for you, Dan. Okay. Um, the, conspira- the conspiracy, I, I don't think it's a coincidence that a day after the PGA announcement was made that Messi, who was decided between Saudi Arabia, Barcelona, and Inter-Miami, chooses Inter-Miami, and part of the deal is that he now owns a part of Apple, and Apple is the highest-valued American company, like our most formidable competition America has to PIF. So, conspiracy theory, but you know, I don't think it's a surprise.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Jesse. Let's bring in Roger Bennett, founder of Men in Blazers. Joining us uh, now to uh, the celebration here. Messi is coming to the United States. You said it would never happen, Roger, and it has.
7: Danny P, it was a joy to listen to the commissioner of the NBA who looks like my eldest son. He is so gorgeous. To follow him (laughs) is an absolute delight. And to be here with you on a day which is, for all who love the growth of football in this nation, this beautiful nation, it is incredible. Lionel Messi, it's a bit like if LeBron... Decided sod the Lakers. I'm gonna to go to China. I'm gonna play for the Shanghai Sharks. I'm gonna do commercial <laughs> deals all over that great nation. Um that's what Messi's doing by coming here. Conspiracy theorists, I'm sorry he doesn't own Apple. Uh he may play in a provisor, that may be he may play for we will still score a couple of hat tricks, but he's coming. It's a very creative deal to make him come. Mm-hmm. Um and I think for Miami, it's probably the greatest day in that city's history since Don Johnson discovered teal.
0: Oh, Okay, I like that. <laughs> okay, how does this affect what what does this affect? Who's this affect?
7: Uh, well America clearly from your last caller now has conspiracy theories about football, <laughs> which is progress, all right? <laughs> um I mean it's immense, just to be clear, America's had Pelle. You probably remember him that um Dan, yeah. Beckham came here. That is this times a thousand. I mean, this is a gentleman um who, yes, he's thirty five. But he's the greatest player of his generation. Um, He's just come off what was a bit like it, in Greek epic times. There'd be poems written about him. The Argentinian World Cup win in December. He delivered glory to that nation. I think they've just finished the bender uh, of celebration that started um in the wake of that. And this, this is kind of bigger lit- than Pele? oh my god yeah i mean we're living in a different world we're living in a wired world we're living in a interconnected world you know messi may only be five foot seven but he is a human billboard that is visible from space we always say the great wall of china is visible from space it's not but Lionel messi (laughs) what he does how he plays what where he gets his carne asada where he walks his giant dog senor hulk all of these make global news the second it occurs and it resounds across the world and for that to happen in mls you know a league that to be candid needed an identity um you know the great players were not coming here they were going to Saudi saudi arabia is offering oil refineries to any great player who wants to go there (laughs) leonard messi's wife did not want did not fancy bringing up the three kids in an oil refinery yeah go figure yes so she's like how about miami we got an apartment there And credit MLS, you know, the young American players, they're all leaving America. They want to play in the best teams, you know, your Pulisic Cheers, your Gio Rainers, your Tyler Adams. They want to play for the best teams they can in Europe. So MLS needed an identity and credit them. They went out and got the biggest face Uh, in the global game and who will be playing ticket sales have gone up. Like, you know, you you watch on StubHub how quickly they shot up to from face value X a thousand, uh, into Miami's Instagram, which was a million this time yesterday. I think it's just top five million. Um, stadia will be packed. This is going to be the Beatles reforming playing Mm. across our nation Mm. and kids in all serious, Dan, kids will be able to pay witness. Um, to the greatest footballer who I've ever seen. I'm not a religious man, but I've watched him play. I've watched him play in Barcelona, watched him play in Paris, um, and it is spiritual watching this tiny human being um, who is. He's like the Dalai Lama in cleats.
0: Where does he rank greatest players of all time?
7: Christian Pulisic, number one, and probably (laughs) Lionel Messi. Lionel Messi, a clue second. Okay, all right. I respect that. He is... (laughs) I mean, he, this gentleman is diminutive. He looks like he's just wandered out of your local supercuts. Um, but there's a there's a, a great poet in Uruguay, Eduardo Galeano, uh, who sadly died uh, recently. But I interviewed him once, um, and he said, you know, Maradona uh, played as if the ball was stuck to his shoe, to his boot, to his cleat. He said, Lionel Messi plays as if that ball is actually inside his sock, and it is incredible um, what he does, but it's not just what he does on the field. It's what he does off it. And Lionel Messi uh, going courtside at the Heat. Lionel Messi... You know, going down to high five Patrick Mahomes before a, a Chiefs Dolphins game. You know, Jack Harlow jetting in for every single game that he faced. That's the circus uh, times a million that we're about to see. And when you project that forward commercially with a World Cup coming here in 2026, Mexico, Canada, the United States, those two forces together, Dan, um, all of your fans who are probably tweeting and be like, no, sucker, Dan, what is this? <laughs> Remember, Jack Kemp didn't die so that this football could be considered football. Um, They're going to be genuinely very disappointed. Okay, Is
0: this a greater moment for the United States or a a bigger disappointment for Europe or soccer uh, outside the United States that Messi has come, come here?
7: um god that's an incredible question look the saudi thing is is slightly insane the live golf that you've no doubt talked about at the wazir. what's their end is, game
0: in saudi arabia with gathering all these soccer players
7: to own the dan patrick show to be all of our bosses dan we're all gonna work now why are they doing it um not to get all geopolitical on your ass for a second um but Saudi Arabia, um, you know, the Gulf, It's a, uh, it, we did a whole podcast series about it with Crooked Media called World Corrupt. Why would Qatar, this tiny country, <laughs> want the World Cup? Why would FIFA give them the World Cup? Those are the two questions we looked at. And the reality is, um, geopolitically, Saudi Arabia is in a complex place. It has infinite money. Um, as a, as a petro state, but it also has a deeply complicated reality. Deeply complicated is doing a lot of work there, Dan. They, they murdered Khashoggi. Um, the bombing of Yemen, the human rights record. Um, that's rationally deeply challenging to a lot of people. However. Sports is not rational. Sports is emotional. When we watch sports, we, the Qatar thing in the run up to Qatar, everyone was like, Oh my God, we must protest. And then Messi run two, five players scored, and equipment like, Oh my God, did you see that? <laughs> Qatar's amazing. <laughs> and so by linking, uh, Formula One, uh, by owning golf. Uh, by owning football teams, you know, Saudi Arabia owned Newcastle, Qatar owned Paris, Saint Germain, Manchester City are playing the Champions League final on Saturday. They're owned, um, by Abu Dhabi. You can. And if you speak to, uh, the Manchester City human beings, it's quite interesting. They bought Manchester City on the same day as they spent, like, I, th- I can't remember the number something like a hundred times what they spent on manchester city they spent on a um a tech plant in california to, to make chips and what they couldn't believe was the chip plant was a local news story and a tech story minor minor oh this this tech plant sold the manchester city story was heard all around the world yeah. and when you buy global football you are buying the greatest platform to communicate, to rebrand. Oh, we're not Saudi Arabia of the Khashoggi bone sores. We, you see our Newcastle, did you see we've got Messi walking? Here's Saudi Arabia's tourist ambassador, Ronaldo, plays here. And that's ultimately, they want the World Cup. The short answer is they want the 2030 World Cup to be in Saudi Arabia. And the way things are going, what does football like more than anything? Not rationality, not geopolitics, oh, Money. money. They probably will. Do get we? It.
0: When do we get Ronaldo? Where? Who's we? The Dan Patrick Show? No, no, no. A, the United States. MLS. Does MLS get Ronaldo?
7: Oh, Danny, P. Do you want Ronaldo? Do you want no. a breeding show pony <laughs> that is like a <laughs> bottle of Dracon on the come alive in human form? Is have, that what we need have in you this smelled? Season? Have you
0: smelled Ronaldo
7: before? Uh, I have. Don't I have you? to, i tell you this, in, in, asking great questions. In 2012, um, I was in Donetsk in Ukraine and internet, the Euros, the football tournament. Um, and I, my hotel room, I couldn't, you know, what do you hate when you arrive in a city? When you get to the hotel and they're like, sorry, your room's not ready. I was like, so I did the thing you do. What? I have my room. I'm, I'll tell you And they're like, sir, the check-in is three o'clock. Well, it's 12.30. I'm very, and finally, I made enough of a fuss that they put me in a room and it was quite a nice room. Um, and, um, what had happened was Portugal had played Spain the night before I'd actually been at the game and, um, they'd lost. And so Portugal flew home and I walked into that room. I opened the door and my Lord, it, I, it, it smelled of Dracon Noir. It took me months <laughs> to get rid of the stench <laughs> of Dracon Noir. And I said to the hotel manager who showed me in with a key, I said, Ronaldo stayed here last
5: night.
7: Didn't he? <laughs> <laughs> he, said, he said yes, how did You know, um, and I was like, just tuition, maybe.
0: Yeah. Uh, is David Beckham officially an American?
7: David Beckham is an incredible human being, but is he American? What let's claim him. Why is an American? I, I, I,
0: I'm saying let's just make him, you know, an official American. He, he's saved MLS now twice la, yeah, which, and is LA. Amazing,
7: which is amazing said, there are layers to this story i spoke to the great ray hudson yesterday you, you, if you don't know who he is um fans of this show you probably heard his clips he's like the one the crazy commentator poet philosopher who when Messi scores used to commentate and say things like he's out of his working mind he's got a food mixer down his pants and it's set to beat Stuff like that. So I interviewed him because Ray Hudson played in the NASL. He lives in Fort Lauderdale. I call him like Lionel Messi's dad. Like that he adores this human. I wanted to get his reaction. And he said, Lionel Messi is about to play on the field that Pele played on in Fort Lauderdale, that Johan Cruyff played on. Um, that Beckenbauer, like, there's a lot of history to this. There's a lot of layers. And one of the beautiful stories, I think, is that David Beckham did come over here at a time when MLS was really struggling. You know, there are 13 teams, I think. There's now 29. Um, and it was his arrival that transformed MLS, legitimized it, made many other players think, you know, if Beckham can go there, I will too. Commercially gave the league heft. And the fact that he owns into Miami um, and was a part of the team um, who negotiated this deeply complex and creative? This was deal. just a
0: simple question, Roger. Should yeah, we, we make biblical. him an American? Yeah, okay, yeah, that's it's it.
7: biblical. David Beckham, begat Lionel Messi I for mean, America. They're both American now, right, Dan? Isn't that how it works?
0: It'd be he's a great addition. You're a great that's addition. What? David Faraday, great addition. David Beckham, Rebecca Lowe, great addition. Oh,
7: she is a great addition. Yes, she. she is. Yes, she's she. a great American, and Dan. Um, ultimately. 20th, 2026 World Cup. Let's play Beckham in the middle. Let's have Lionel Messi. Let's have Lionel Messi just, you know, playing. It's, 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 it's Lionel. Not, not in America. Not when he's American. They'll oh, his oh name. here they'll it's change. Lionel. Yeah, they'll change his name at Ellis Island. They'll be like, you're Lionel now, son. <laughs> now Get in there. Make something of yourself. It's the American way. Lionel, you came here with nothing. You're now Lionel. You, we see a future for you in this nation God he bless is, him. He
0: is Roger Bennett, men in blazers. Great to talk to you.
7: Great to be with you you beautiful human being. Thank Thanks you. for having me Thank on. Thank you. That's Roger,
0: Roger Bennett, always great to have Roger on. We appreciate his insight. His passion. Yeah. If you guys are going to applaud on that side of the glass, you got to turn your well, Michael, microphone. Woo, woo. <laughs> yeah. Roger Bennett.
5: All right. Love that guy.
0: We've had a show today.
1: They changed his name at Ellis Island.
0: (laughs) You're Lionel Messi. (laughs) That is great. Make something of yourself. Yeah. Let's let's take a break here. Last call for phone calls. What we learned. I think we learned a lot today. And what's in store tomorrow right after this. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app, at FSR, or stream us live on the Peacock app.
5: Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker,
0: Affleck has the assist for you. Get help with expenses health insurance doesn't cover. Visit affleck.com
6: to learn more. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch,
2: dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon
1: Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself.
2: Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon.
0: Last call for phone calls. What we learn. What's in store tomorrow. The NFL recruited Tom Brady to deliver a message to players about gambling. And he did it via a video. He emphasized how playing in the NFL is a privilege of a lifetime, stressed that betting on NFL games not only undermines the integrity of the league, but also tarnishes the reputation of everybody associated with the team. And they said risking it all for a bet is simply not worth it. Seems obvious. Do you need Tom Brady to remind you? And I wouldn't have used Tom Brady. I would have used Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley, it cost him $11 million. Tom Brady hadn't been hurt by this. Calvin Ridley bet $1,500, and it cost him a season where he's going to get $11 million. He came back with Jacksonville, and part of that, his punishment, should have been, how about you tell the younger players what you went through, what you did, and how it impacted you? That, to me, would mean a whole lot more than Tom Brady, who, by uh, all indications, has never placed a bet, but... He's going to be the one to tell you that you don't want to tarnish your reputation or ruin it all just for that. I get that. I don't need Tom to tell me. I need somebody who went through it. Yes, Paul?
2: i tell you the most surprising thing about this whole thing is that Tom Brady, I looked it up, does not currently have a betting partner sponsorship or deal. Do you think a guy like him would have had, they were clamoring for him?
0: Well, he was in crypto, though. Yes, he was. Matt's gambling as well.
2: Big took the L.
0: Yeah. And I think they're all getting sued, aren't they? I think Tom yeah. Brady and Shaq... Steph Curry. I remember when uh, we were approached on the show about doing crypto, and I said, no. And they're like, it's good money. And I go, but I don't, I don't believe in it. Why would I tell my audience to, hey, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going to have you buy into crypto. I'm not. I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, a company
2: called Pyramid Scheme. <laughs> oh. Welcome to Ponzi.com. Yeah. <laughs> if a celebrity is telling oh. you to buy it, it's too late. <laughs> That's That could be a mantra.
0: Let's see. Uh, Jake in Washington. Hi, Jake. What's on your mind today?
4: Hey, DP. Hey, uh, I wanted to cast my vote uh, for uh, Adam Silver is a thousand percent better human than <laughs> Roger Goodell.
1: Okay. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> Thank you, Jake. Well, it, was, it was commissioner, not human. Yeah, but. not human. We, we only
0: stay with the... Uh, com- still a controversial the, the title. Yes. Okay. What else, Jake? All right
4: listening to you earlier talking about the the players you've seen um, over over your your lifespan and, and what you've witnessed and I was thinking a lot about their contracts and what we play players now pay players now and and knowing at one point in time these guys were making part-time it was a part-time job and it became a full-time job yeah like a guy like Elgin Baylor what was what do you think he was making how did he rank in uh, you know middle class upper class versus you know what what guys are now and And do you think that one major sport led the way for salaries and the increases that that we see now that payers are being played?
0: Well, it feels like baseball, once we had the million dollar and then it was $3 million, I think Nolan Ryan and Ricky Henderson were in there making that kind of money. I don't know the first contract where I went, God, I can't believe they're paying him that much. Baseball, it's all guaranteed. Um, Basketball's guaranteed. Football is not. So football's numbers are always hollow. You're like, okay, they're making that, but are they really making that? Do you remember the biggest contract where you went, oh, my God? Yeah, Paul?
2: I looked at this just what this guy is saying. Elgin Baylor is a rookie with the Lakers in 1956. He made $25,000 a year, which was a lot of money at the time. The average American made 3600 yeah. for a year. So he was making uh, eight times what the average American made. Yeah. Okay. Would that would be if an average American, let's say the average American made fifty thousand. Now, eight times five, four hundred thousand. 000. That would be the league minimum, less than the league minimum of all three leagues. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you just had certain players who came before their time that they would have benefited. You know, when we got to the Bird and Magic, like that's the that's the TV era. That's when the national title game. Uh, I think that's the most-watched national title game of all time. But that was the TV era. And I remember watching Knicks and Lakers on tape delay. NBA Finals. Uh, College basketball was bigger at the time. The NIT was bigger than the NCAA. Then it just felt like basketball, bird and magic, what they did. And then Jordan came in, and you, you had a commissioner who obviously saw the future of investing in individual players, not necessarily teams. Now it's football where we're looking at this, you know, 500. I think baseball because it's guaranteed. Somebody is going to pay Shohei Ohtani $600 million. (laughs) That's what what owners were paying less than that, paying for, you know, franchises. And it'll be worth it to pay him that kind of money with what he'll do globally. Uh, Richard in Georgia. Hi, Richard. What's on your mind today?
7: Hey, Dan, first time hey, caller. Yep. Uh,
0: 58180. Um, thanks for taking my call, first of all. So, uh, last night I'm watching Scarface after the game.
5: I came up with a way for John Morant to show some real remorse. Oh, boy. So, he holds a press conference with Adam Silver. Mm-hmm. He pulls his gun out. As he hands it over to the commissioner, mm-hmm. he says, Say goodbye to my little friend.
0: All right. Thank you, Richard. Seems unlikely. Yeah. Probably you to know, guess the commissioner probably wouldn't be thrilled with that.
2: <laughs> I'm working on that invitation yeah. week.
0: Seaton's been working on his uh, Joker impersonation. <laughs> yeah, just debuted that a uh, few minutes yeah, ago. Yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah, out on the basketball court. Yeah, it was. Uh, what do you think? Okay. Does does the Joker? Where is he among floppers in the
1: uh, NBA? Minimum top three minimum <laughs> minimum okay who's who is number 1 well it depends on who you ask i'm asking you i would say him but okay. i was trying to be diplomatic what about lebron mm, yeah he's up there he he draws fouls but
0: but these guys they're always this incredulous look like oh my god like you're not calling that and it feels like that the 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 higher up you get, the more you're able to do that, the officials will give you that leeway of like, "Oh my god." Like if you're a rookie and you're coming in, and you're going like that, they're like, "Uh, you're a rookie." You'll get just
1: built like a like a bear, he's like a bull. <laughs> you know what I mean? And somehow Jimmy Butler, you know, coming close to him makes him, Is he down. is he too big to flop? Is yes, that Yes, like he's the, way too big. Well, to so flop. is LeBron. All right, but LeBron is like you can't mention his name and be like, hey, I saw LeBron in the restaurant. Did he flop walking through the door? <laughs> Somehow he's like the poster child of it when here's this gigantic dude that everybody respects. like, dude, you're too big to be that soft, why man. You, Just stand there. Why are we yelling at each other today? And at the end it, of the show.
0: Yeah. I'm going to take this home with me. This I, is going to bother me on the no ride stop. home. I know <laughs> where you're going with that. No,
1: you've ruined my weekend, too. Yeah, It's a good impression, though. I feel like it's pretty spot on.
2: How about this day in sports history, Paulie? Ooh, 1934, the Reds became the first major league team to fly from one town to another. They flew from Cincinnati to Chicago to play a game. 1969, the Yankees retired Mickey Mantle's number seven. And in 1969 also, the NFL announced that both the AFL and NFL would have a combined schedule the first time in their history.
0: It was on this date in 1979. Two future Hall of Fame quarterbacks were drafted in uh, major, by major league baseball teams. Two quarterbacks, 1979, drafted. Marv? John Elway? Yeah, yeah. blue, blue. Jim Kelly? Dan Marino. Ooh. Yeah. Marino was drafted by the Royals, fourth round. John Elway, second round by the Yankees. This is a story I did not know. On this date, 1920, Ed Rausch fell asleep in center field during an argument on the field and he, when he didn't wake up, the umpire ejected him for delay of game. What?
2: <laughs> Sleepy <Ed> Roush? <laughs> uh,
0: I'm guilty of that sometimes when Todd talks.
2: Todd, okay.
4: what did you learn today? The Joker is not seeking the spotlight. In fact, after games, he just wants to FaceTime his horses and go to bed.
0: Discover credit cards do something pretty awesome. At the end of the first year, they automatically double all the cash back you've earned. Cash back from trips and restaurants all doubled. See terms and check it out for yourself, discover.com slash match. Hopefully we made you smile, made you think, and going to make you come back tomorrow for a meet Friday. Talk to you then.
1: Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer.
7: Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles